everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Equality in Business podcast. Our podcast creates awareness about equality in the business world by actively engaging students about relevant topics in a professional manner. My name is Katerina and I'm the head of partner management of our club. In today's episode, we will talk to someone that our listeners know very well already, our president, Dina. Dina was the guest of our first ever podcast, which I invite you to listen to if you haven't done so already. In that episode, Dina explained that she experienced inequality herself in the past, and that's why she felt that she needed to do something about it. So she created our student club uh, because she wanted to move the discussion towards finding solutions that could be implemented at the company level and even at the personal level. Now, almost a year later, Dina is graduating from Catolica, and it th we thought it would be perfect to close our second season of our podcast with her overview and the key learnings that she took from this very enriching experience. So this is your home already, Dina, but we're very welcome. Thank you so much, Katarina. Looking forward to it. So first of all, we will start with our ritual in which at the end of each podcast episode, our guest asks a question related to equality to our next guest. Last time, we had the pleasure to speak with Nuno Moreira da Cruz from the Center of Responsible Business and Leadership. And he asks, what remains to be done for the corporate world to understand that equality is good business? A very challenging question. Yeah, uh, I felt the same when I read it, um, but I haven't expected anything else from Nuno than asking challenging questions. Um, it, it, let, it let me actually think a lot about it. And I think, first of all, there is a lot happening already. So um, I think we're, we're definitely seeing, if we look at the, the past decades, we can definitely um, observe a shift that the diversity and equality um, start to be discussions that are very present and not only for like companies specifying on this, specializing on this, but like overall, literally uh, every company has to communicate something about equality, equality, diversity. If we look at job postings, um, at least in Germany, um, nearly every job posting has um, a statement in the end that uh, specifies uh, that uh, we do not uh, discriminate or we accept every individual, whatever background you have. So I think um, the discussion about equality and diversity is way more present and it becomes more and more present. I think there remains two things um, to be done to better understand the benefit of equality. One thing is we need, we need businesses that, that successfully found a way um, to have an equal business environment. We have them to step up, to share their, their recipe for success, um, to communicate this to the outside, to the benefits. So what do you actually get from having a diverse team, treating everyone equally? That's the one thing mm -hmm. I think is, is uh, relevant, is um, to better understand what's an equal environment or setting up a diversity quotas or something like that. Because I think... Um, Many businesses do understand the benefit of equality, but then something stops them. So either they, they face challenges. A good example is recruitment. Uh, I work in B2B software sales. I would say pretty much male dominated. Um, and I would love to have within my team more women within the team to have a gender balanced team. So like we have different nations, we have different backgrounds, different individuals. But when it comes to gender, it's very tricky to find um, women 
um, applying for a job as a, as a sales executive, as an account executive. So uh, when I look at the incoming applications, they're pretty much 95% men. So this is one of the challenges where we're like, I, I really would like to have a better solution for it, but I don't know how. So how can I make sure we get more female applications and to have like a balance in, in, in the applicants um, and therefore can also uh, hire as many women as men? And I think these are exactly the kind of challenges that we need to speak more about. We need um, experts that, that educate companies and corporates um, about it so we can better understand how to act on this. And then I think we're on a, on a good way uh, to a more equal and diverse future in business. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I, I completely agree. I think um, we are still missing a bit of discussion uh, so that companies really understand why this is so important because sometimes it's not just about uh you know having a quota that says you have to do uh, to have x females in your in your workforce because then you have to make the net uh, the effort to understand why don't i have these applications what is going on and how can i act on it and it's actually uh quite a challenge to act on it so you really have to be motivated on why uh, you should be proactive in, in even helping society, I guess, yeah. to, to get there. And, and, and you, the, the last part you said, like the how. So I, I know I have to get there, but how do I get there? And I think this is a really difficult question. Yeah, and, and hopefully that's uh, what we are helping a little bit with our club. And uh, in the first episode that, that we did together, uh, you talked about that you really wanted to create a space where people could share actual solutions. So we know there's a problem, um, that part is more or less covered, let's say, but then what do we do? And so this is why you started. We built our team, our amazing team, uh, and here we are a year later. And I wanted to ask you, uh, how do you feel that all the actions that we did and all the work that we developed matched your expectations that you had when you started? What do you think that we could achieve? Um, I mean, what we have achieved and what is still to come that we could have done better, I guess. Yeah. Um, so first of all, honestly, when I, when I thought about equality in business and started like with the basic idea that was on my, uh, on my flight from Germany to Lisbon when I moved to Lisbon, it's a four-hour flight, so I had a lot of time to think. <laughs> um, and, I, and I wanted to engage um, like voluntarily in some sort of project that, that really matters to me um, while, mm -hmm. while I'm studying at Catolica. So I was thinking, what, what does matter to me? Um, and started uh, to get deeper and deeper in the field of diversity and equality. Um, so I thought that either there is an organization or a club um, in Catolica I can simply join, or if there's not, how would it look like? So I started to write down some some thoughts and ideas, but I didn't really have high expectations in terms of I would like to have X people in this group engaging with us um, mm -hmm. or like uh, I want to work with companies um, like uh, Fortune 500 companies or something like that. So my expectations were were, let's say, pretty low. The only thing that really matters to, that matter to me in that, that moment in time 
So when I think about diversity, equality, inclusion, when I when I talk to people about this topic, you can really see a spark in my eyes. This is something that really inspires me, that interests me, that that excites me and where I feel like it is really beneficial if we talk about this and discuss this and find solutions together. And this spark that I get in my eyes, this excitement I feel, I want to see in other people's faces as well. So this was my main objective or the, the main driver of my motivation in that time, that if I leave Catholica Business School, I want to make sure I've, I've left this kind of excitement with other people. Um, if I look where we are now, we've definitely achieved that. So um, we've been like, like adding the people that are in the club right now that we had before uh, as well. We had like maybe 25 to 30 people in total as members of the organization. And every single one has this excitement about the topic. So it's not me as a president driving the organization. Every individual member drives this club with their passion for the topic, with their ideas, with, with the problems they, they face in their life or they perceive from others um, that are faced. Um, with their uh, best practices, thoughts, ideas on a podcast, on, on events, on partners that we should work with, um, on how we should approach topics. Seeing this in, in, in our club, in every single member, I'm so sure that, um, that after I'm leaving, after December, um, like this club will still strive and, and go ahead and do so many amazing things because we've not got, we, we don't have just one person when we look at what we've achieved now. Um, a podcast to become an essential part of, of the Catholica culture. Um, companies uh, like Fortune 500 companies from PwC to Microsoft that work with us, uh, that even approach us proactively. Um, and, and seeing also the topics that we, we started to talk about, um, which are pretty complex topics, but getting more and more confident in these kind of topics because we've learned so much over the time. I think this... This makes me really proud. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I, I completely agree with you. I think that uh, we have come such a long way because uh, we were all passionate about it when we started, obviously. But I, I really feel that the discussions that we have right now in our club meetings, in our podcasts, are way more elaborated, are uh, way more deep. We have uh, much better understanding of uh, what can be done, what are really the challenges uh, behind the surface, the challenges that maybe are not so easy to see. And that's what makes me very, very proud is that we could build a culture in which we can dig deeper and explore and just be who, who we really are and share that with others. So um, what, what are you the most proud about in this journey? Uh, good question. Um, yeah, really, I really think the the thing that I mentioned last, like the the, the team culture that we have. Um, I think especially during uh, COVID, when we started to work completely remotely, we don't see each other anymore. We don't have the chance of having like physical events with each other, uh, engage with each other like uh, closely. Um, I was worried that we. Um, uh, like split apart um, mm -hmm. also because uh, the, the studies at Catholica are pretty demanding so it's not easy to spend uh, a lot of free time on such a project 
Um, but seeing that still, like whenever we write in the group, um, people are very engaging, like people come proactively with ideas um, as much um, like when we when we give feedback to each other, uh, how much uh, positive, encouraging feedback people give to each other, mm -hmm. how honestly they reflect when something has not been going well um, mm -hmm. and, and are brave enough to speak about this, to give advice, to to share their thoughts. Um, like I, I have rarely seen such a strong culture within a team, especially a team that is spread from Brazil to Germany, uh, all over different countries um, and works just remotely with each other. So this is definitely something that, that I will miss a lot as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I completely agree that you should be very proud of the culture that you achieved uh, and that we achieved together. But a lot of it was due to your hard work so thank you very much for that and I, so, I wouldn't i wouldn't yeah. even say that i think this is really something we we built together i think like what what we as a as an executive team did did right is choosing the right people to let in but uh, then i think really every individual one every individual member led this club with their ideas with their thoughts um and input uh, and uh, with so much like how the way they cared not only for for our purpose for the topic but also for for each other like for the other team members and how we gave uh, feedback to each other and encouraged each other I think it, it really comes down that we were very lucky to have so many great individuals in in this team yeah absolutely and I think um, what's also contributed a lot is that we really cared about what we were learning. So we wanted to share the learning with other people, but we also really cared uh, that we, we grew our knowledge, let's say. And so yeah. I wanted to ask you, what were for you the main learnings related to diversity and inclusion? And was there an event or a podcast that was particularly impactful in the way that you thought, oh my God, I haven't uh, thought about this. I learned so much with this. Is there a particular one? It's actually a nice thing to, to think about um, also now when, when my journey at Equality in Business comes to an end. So what are my takeaways and learnings from this time? Um, I wouldn't say there's one particular learning mm -hmm. um, or insight, but I think like overall realizing um, how many firms and companies have found the solution already. So how many great best practices there are already um so uh like the idea of equality in business is not that we as uh, as, as young students uh, tell the world how would, how diversity and inclusion has to work mm -hmm. we know that we have a lot to learn and that we don't have the the solutions here um but we connect with companies to to get pre best practices from them and with some topics especially when it comes to inclusion we were um, warned very often in the beginning when we started the organization that this is a very complex topic. You, it will be hard for you to find people to, to really have an expertise on it. But when I look at all the events we had, at all the partners we work with, at the podcasts we, we published, I really feel that there are so many people out there that have a lot of knowledge and have, um, have great best practices in place. Uh, within their companies or like freelancers that uh, that that learned this during their their experience their life um that really helped to build an inclusive community um and i think this was like more or less the the overall fact how mm -hmm. how far we are already how many people 
have great um, examples in place already and are willing to share their, um, their, their recipes with the world. I think this is something that has really excited and inspired me. Mm -hmm. uh, great. So um, now you are obviously leaving, and but hopefully you will um, have a lot of knowledge to share with the world uh, from now on. <laughs> so what I wanted to ask you is what you do already or what you plan to do outside of the club related to diversity and inclusion. And specifically, if you want to share with us how uh, will you integrate all this learning and passion uh, in your current job and any future jobs that you might that you might have? A uh, good question. Um, so I, I started thinking about that um, since when when I had to accept uh, that that I'm graduating. That obviously quality in business was a part of my uh, academic, my student experience. And since I'm graduating, this experience comes to an end. How how will I continue this um, or like this this passion somehow? Um, and I don't know yet exactly. Um, I started to realize that the field of education, so, I mean, we're tackling diversity and equality within the students' education to make sure we build, I would say, more responsible, inclusive leaders in the time when they are educated at university. And I think this, this part plays a very important role because when, um, when you actively decide to go to university to learn to study, you're a bit like a dry sponge so you're mm -hmm. soaking knowledge you're very um uh you're very much let's say open to get new insights in and, and use them and adapt them mm -hmm. so i think it has a major impact to to um to place these topics within people's education so i think uh, it doesn't necessarily need to connect it to be connected to um, universities but overall to better understand how can we place inclusion inclusion diversity etc in in people's education maybe also at school would be very interesting and um i've started to follow uh, some people on linkedin already um that uh, let's say are are leading by example in that field, are trying to better understand how to do that, are um, spending time on this topic. So I, I better understand where we are right now, what organizations exist. And uh, I'll definitely join um, an organization um, or <laughs> maybe rebuild another one. I don't know yet, but uh, for sure I will um, I will continue investing time in that and, and uh, work on not another project or more projects in the future again. Um, in terms of my work, uh, so since I'm, uh, I will be leading uh, a sales team um, within a startup from 1st of January onwards, I'm also uh, responsible for recruitment mm -hmm. um, and management of the team. So there I will definitely um, use uh, or at least try to use the things I learned at Equality in Business from all these leaders that we were um, speaking to. So uh, like when, when it comes to recruitment, um, what kind of um, differences and diversities do we have within the team right now? Um, what is missing? Um, do we maybe have like a lack of women, of different nationalities, of backgrounds? So how can we make sure we really have a diverse team set up? How can we make sure we include them with each other? So what do we have to do in terms of culture, rituals and processes to make sure we really stick together as a team and we don't build groups of the different characters? Um, and 
yeah i would say it's just like continue learning continue listening mm -hmm. to the to the podcast from mm -hmm. equality in business getting insights from there connecting with people speaking to them and better understanding how um how to approach this this topic um and implement it into daily practice yes i'm pretty sure that you will keep doing an amazing job outside of the club because you really care and that's the most important thing that you have a passion and that you keep engaging with content trying to learn more and so i am pretty sure you'll do an amazing job uh, moving forward so i know that you'll keep engaging with our content and following our, our process so i wanted to ask you what are your expectations for this club in the coming months and what are you the most excited about um, so what I'm most excited about overall is just to see where where you guys will lead this journey. Um, so as I said, we've got such a great team set up. We've have such a great management team um, uh, set up now that I I'm so confident of that you will lead it into a successful direction. But where this will be, like um, what kind of projects, um, topics. Uh, new ideas you will be executing we don't know yet and i'm very very excited uh, to follow that and see where you bring equality in business and then besides that um, we have thought of bringing this concept of the equality in business student organization or student club to other universities um, and we've got two members that um, are doing a double degree right now on catholica school of business and economics and um, the norway business school so um, we're uh, elaborating on how they can bring or rebuild equality in business there at the Norway Business School uh, next year and thereby start, uh, start our global expansion um, and bring this concept to more universities. And uh, this is something I'm, I'm very excited about and very excited to follow uh, and um, really keeping my fingers crossed that everything works out well, but I think um, yeah, we've got a great team in place and we've got great thoughts uh, about it. And most importantly, we have that passion that drives uh, everyone uh, to go this direction. And therefore, I'm, I'm pretty excited to follow um, how, how big equality in business will be in one year from now, uh, where we will be spread and, uh, well, basically uh, what, what the organization and the people in it will be doing. Thank you very much, Zina, for this episode, and not only for this episode, but for starting all of this. All of this is possible thanks to you. Of course, we all contributed a lot, but it was your idea in the airplane. So uh, we are all very grateful that, that you started this, and I think we will achieve great things moving forward, I'm pretty sure. So that's it from my side. Uh, let me say goodbye to you. Let me say goodbye to our listeners as well. This concludes our second season and we will be back for the third season with more exciting topics and news. See you then. Bye-bye.